Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. Atusha. Let's start episode 676 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Nick. And uh, he answers my question. What is your dream in organ playing in the next uh, three to six months? And what are some challenges along the way? So he writes, to be able to play a wide selection of easy and moderate standard organ pieces suitable for service use. And the challenges would be sight reading, sight reading and sight reading. Why do you think he writes sight reading three times? Because it's his main challenge. Oh. But, you know, I think that this uh, sight reading is very important for him to achieve that, that his first goal, you know, to have a wide selection of easy to moderate standard organ repertoire suitable for service use. I remember, you know, when, when, when I played a church in the United States. Well, of course, because I was always working on the big repertoire for my degree recitals, I was looking, you know, for easy church music to play. Basically, the pieces that I could maybe sight-read once or twice and play at the service. So, basically, it was really important to find suitable music. And then, you know, after doing that for a while, you know, the sight reading just became so easy. Mm -hmm. Did you prefer to play sight read uh, for service purposes uh, music of uh, composers who lived in previous periods or contemporary music? Actually, mainly Baroque music, some Romantic music, a little bit of Dupre, but not so much of, you know, living composers. Mm -hmm. Now, nowadays, there there are uh, some publishing houses, especially in the United States, uh, which specializes uh, for service music for organists accessible music basically accessible maybe quality music too yes but but it costs you know and at that time i didn't have any money any extra money you know additional money to get new scores so i just had to pick up something that is you know accessible to me Mm -hmm. so i really left you know dover's publications because we were cheap and we had a large collection of music i remember you know buying like pachelbel and I played it almost the entire collection side read, you know, for the services. If you had good uh, improvisation skills at that time, would you rather have improvised than side read? 
Yes, probably because it's so convenient, you know, when working at church. Let's say a past, your pastor would select hymns, right? Or um, or some other music director, for example, select hymns for you, and then you could improvise preludes and postludes and interludes, right? True, true. That would be very useful skill. That's exactly what contemporary composers do. Maybe they're not improvising their newly written repertoire, but they're creating music based on those seasonal hymns, right? Mostly, so that uh, an organist could go to their catalog and, uh, and order something suitable for that Sunday, particular Sunday. And uh, there are publishing houses like Lawrence or Wayne Leopold editions. I suspect many others too, but those two came to my attention just recently. For example, uh, Wayne Leopold editions have periodical. You can subscribe to uh, how it's called uh, the organist organ companion, I think. Yes, organ companion. We have two archival issues of of, of this periodical, uh, about 30 pages long, so maybe like nine or ten pieces in each issue, issued bi-monthly, every two months, um, for for any particular season in that period. And uh, one-third of that consists of pieces of Baroque and 17th and 18th century music, uh, one third of Romantic and early 20th century music, and one third of contemporary composers specifically created for that uh, purpose. What do you think about this? You idea? know, <laughs> there was time when I really thought, you know, I had a very high opinion about Wien Leopold's, you know. Um, editions in general on the music because you know we were really good collections in terms of historical approach uh, and performance practices you know we had extensive articles about what we are publishing yes i will interrupt you because um, in that uh, organist companion uh, there are commentaries about each piece and, and extensive historical uh, documentation too. But, you know, if we would look at the prices, what he offers, I think we are just enormously high. Um, to, to add to this, maybe nowadays he offers um, electronic publications also, like, like PDFs, so much, much cheaper. You can subscribe to PDFs every two months. And... Um, they're quite affordable. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get constant flow of new repertoire. Mm -hmm. And in general, I, I remember, you know, listening to his presentation, live presentation, you know, back in the United States, I realized that he is, <laughs> he is more like businessman, not as musician, because he really, he really knows how to sell his product very well. He reminded me actually of that, that, that turtle from the Ice Age movie. Remember? Yes. Who could sell anything 
like before the flood coming. So <laughs> that reminded me a little bit of Ian Leopold. I hope he will not be offended of my comparison. But on, on the other hand, musicians also should be able to sell their art, don't you think? Mm, yes, that's true. Otherwise that's you will true. end up in the drawer. Yes, except that, you know, the auditorium of musicians are never, never reached, basically. And, uh, you know, your products cannot be... Expensive? Expensive, yeah. But... Or so expensive, because our income is really low. If you work at a large church, for example, sometimes, you know, your employer buys things for you. That's maybe only in the United States, in mm -hmm. a few places in the United States. But I don't think that's the true in Europe. Uh, they could Not in Lithuania, anyway. These purchases could be tax deductible, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's still not free, but, but it's a good, um, good um, support, I think. Yeah. For professional material. But anyway, if you love to read, you know, and you like, like a historical approach, then yes, we in Leopold is a good place to look for the new scores. Another uh, place I found is Lawrence publications um, from United States. Carson Kuman, our colleague on YouTube, organist and uh, composer, he is an editor there in Lawrence and he manages you know, those um, subscriptions also, they have this subscription, monthly subscription, you pay a fee for, for, for a certain number of download credits. And let's say five or 10 credits, uh, you can select your own choices, or you can trust what the editor suggests for each season. They send you, you know, like a, like a also subscription-based newsletter every month. That's very good if you, you know, lack your own ideas, then you can, you know, mm -hmm. be advised what to do and what to select. It's very handy. And it's very affordable. And uh, if you're not, uh, you know, satisfied with what the editor suggests, you can go online to their catalog and pick your own things from, from their publishing house, of course. Um, and they specializes, specialize on... Um, um, affordable, accessible maybe, accessible contemporary organ repertoire for church use. Yes. So that's two, two things to think about. If you are not willing to improvise during services, right? And if you need, of course, you still need sight reading skills for that. If you're constantly playing new music. But, you know, I think if you are having the church position, like regular church position, I think that sight reading skills will come to you. Sooner or later. Sooner or later, yes. Because you will be forced to, to sight read every day. Maybe you will not have no time to prepare for each service. Then what else you can do? Just no sight read. Yes. Excellent. So I hope this was useful to our listeners, these ideas, and please send us more of our questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.
This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. It has hundreds of courses, coaching, and practice materials for every area of organ playing, thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music and much, much more. Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs. Find out more at patreon.com slash secrets of organ playing.